Welcome to uh, episode four of Thinking Like Jesus. My mission is to try to make this world a better place by teaching as many people as I can how to think like Jesus. You see, I believe that, I believe that Jesus had four characteristics that made him so unique in his time. These four characteristics were self-awareness, the highest level of consciousness, unconditional love, and then once he achieved those first three, he had actualized. He reached his full potential as a human being. And I think those are the reasons that he was so remarkable. But what's amazing is that all those four characteristics are attainable by every person on this planet. And so that's why I'd love to teach you how to think like Jesus. You suppose it's possible to rediscover who we truly are as human beings to reconnect with that unconditional love that you were born with? Or if I may borrow a religious phrase, is it possible to be born again? Yes, you can. The good news is it doesn't cost a dime. The good news is that you don't have to know anybody. And the good news is you don't have to go anywhere. But the bad news is that most of us will never, ever get there. Our history and our current condition bears that out. But if you are interested in taking that personal journey, if you're interested in rediscovering who you truly are as a human being, if you're interested in reconnecting with that unconditional love that you were born with, it requires but one word and one word only. And that one word is awareness. Now, some of you may be thinking awareness. That sounds mighty simple. Actually, having awareness of self is difficult. It is not intuitive for our species to have awareness of ourselves. What is intuitive for our species, however, is to have awareness of our environment, of the external, and we are masters at that. Why did you know that in less than a split second, we can determine when another human being is acting inappropriate, acting out of line, or acting out of ego? The problem is we just can't recognize it when we behave that way. Now, speaking of awareness, here's another idea for your consideration. A lot of people pay lip service to the notion that Jesus was the most perfect person who ever lived. What would that look like? What would it be like to be the most perfect person who ever lived? And I'm not talking about the post-resurrection Jesus. I'm talking about Jesus in his humanity. Or as I like to refer to it, Jesus before the media got a hold of him. Well, what would it be like to be the most perfect person who ever lived? Do you think he was the most handsome guy in Galilee? Maybe the Brad Pitt or George Clooney of Jerusalem? Probably not. Maybe he was the nicest person, perhaps a real people pleaser. Well, no, I'll vouch that that wasn't it. Maybe Jesus was simply the most religious person. Well, maybe, but let's dig a little deeper. The single greatest aspect about the character of Jesus in his humanity was that he truly understood who he was as a human being. He saw himself as unconditional love, and he was able to see other people the same way. Jesus didn't judge people what kind of clothes they wore or where they were from, how much money they had or what they had done in their lives. And he wasn't a hypocrite. He didn't judge himself that way either. In other words, Jesus didn't judge himself by the things of this world. And he didn't judge other people by the things of this world. 
And you know what's amazing? When you start thinking like Jesus, you have two revelations. The first one is that you can begin to understand how he could have instructed us so simply 2,000 years ago that we should love ourselves and we should love other people the same way. Because as long as you judge yourself by the things of this world, you can't truly love yourself. And as long as you judge other people by the things of this world, well, you really can't love them either. Now, do you suppose that there's some steps we can take to start this personal journey? To rediscover who we truly are as human beings? To reconnect with that unconditional love that we were born with? Yeah, there's some steps we can take. Now, this is an interesting setting, but we will give it a try. Now, before we do, know this, that you are an eternal being, and you're already on an eternal journey. But you experience that eternity in the present moment. Not the moment 10 years ago, and not the moment six months from now, but rather in the present moment. So let's see if we can bring some awareness of how we are in the present moment. Now, before we start, and this is going to sound crazy, but pretend that there's a miniature six-inch version of yourself, your own personal guardian angel. And right now, he or she is hanging up in the ceiling and looking down, observing only you. What does he or she see in the moment about you? For example, in the present moment, are you sitting up straight or standing up straight? Now, don't judge, but be aware. In the present moment, are you paying attention to what's going on? Or are your thoughts and mind elsewhere? Don't judge, just be aware. In the present moment, are you learning anything? Or are you bored? Don't judge, but be aware. Looking forward, how are you when you wake up each day? Do you wake up happy? Or do you wake up grumpy? Don't judge, but be aware. What do you suppose is the net impact that you have on the very first person you encounter each and every day? Is it a net positive impact or a net negative impact? Don't judge, but be aware. When you meet somebody for the very first time, do you find that you like to talk about yourself or do you like to ask them questions about themselves? Don't judge, but be aware. And finally, does your demeanor change over the course of a week? Are you happier on a Saturday than you are on a Tuesday? Don't judge, but be aware. And I'll see you in the next lesson.